Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us on the line now is Rabbi Michael Katz, Director of Chabad House and Rabbi at Chabad of Ilovo. We're looking at the significance of fasting on Yom Kippur. Rabbi, a very good afternoon to you and thank you for joining us. A very good afternoon to you, Michael, and to all your listeners. Great to have you on board, Rabbi. So, we're looking at the significance of fasting on Yom Kippur. I'm going to open up the question to you. Let's look at the history of Yom Kippur and the significance of fasting on this holiday. Over to you. Well, Yom Kippur goes all the way back, obviously, to our Torah. The Torah tells us, and the main reason why we do it, is because the Torah instructs us that on the 10th day of the month of Tishrei, or as it's called there, the seventh month of the year, which is this month that we're in, we need to fast, we need to stay away from food. There are several other things that we stay away from, which such as uh, we don't wear leather shoes, we don't, we don't bathe, we don't anoint, we don't engage in marital relations. This is all part and parcel of Yom Kippur as instructed in the Torah itself. So it goes all the way back to Mount Sinai. But if we think about um, the actual date on which Moses returned to the Jewish people with the, the um, second set of tablets, you remember the first ones he broke because he saw the Jewish people worshipping the golden calf. Right. And he came back with a second set on Yom Kippur. So it, it was embedded with this idea of atonement, of forgiveness, and of uh, making good on things that uh, that perhaps were broken in the past. Indeed. So, uh, at the same time, uh, the importance of going to shul during uh, this fast. Take us through that. Okay, so look, the main thing about about the day is actually the fasting. If people find it difficult mm, to mm. do anything other than just fast and lay, lay on their bed, that's probably probably the better option. But the whole idea, actually, of the fast is to try and make ourselves a little bit more angelic. Now, that might be difficult for some of us, but the whole point is to try and be a little bit more spiritual. And we therefore um, remove ourselves from the things that are fundamentally physical, uh, taking ourselves away from food and drink and so on and saying, you know what, for this 24, 25 hours, I can and I will survive on things that are spiritual. I'm going to get my nourishment from my soul. I'm going to get my nourishment from my spirituality and therefore tapping into the energy that one can find and one mm. should find mm. in your shul, with your prayers, the idea of getting closer to God, the idea of being a little bit more angelic. This is something that we try and do. We try and elevate ourselves to that level on this day. And as we get closer to God, so hopefully we're not only forgiven of all our sins, but uh, we also are laying the path forward for uh, each and every one of us for a beautiful year. So, Rabbi, when exactly, let's just confirm, when does it start and when does it end? So the fast will start on Sunday evening mm-hmm. at, um, at sunset, and it will go all the way through until after nightfall on, um, on, on Monday evening. Yes, uh, it works out this year. I think Monday is also a public holiday. So yes, kind of, coincidental. Uh, right. <laughs> The state was the state was kind to us as well to give us that day that people don't have (laughs) any conflicts of uh, where to be or what to do, and they can safely fast and they can be in shul Mm. and they won't have to think that they're missing a day of work. Rabbi, how do you encourage one to stay committed to the fast? Um, The main thing is really, um, and the, the the best thing for one to do is to focus on. The spiritual side of things, uh, mm-hmm. to read mm-hmm. through the prayers and, you know, 
very often people, I think, sit in shul and, um, you know, they, it becomes a little boring and they're not quite sure of what's going on. But most of our machzorim, of our uh, prayer books, have within them English translations and commentaries and so on. And if you get a little involved in that and you think about it and you look into it and so on, it really makes the day fly by. It's, um, it's, it's, it's not nearly as long as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. And if you really get into it, the fast isn't, isn't that heavy at all. Uh, we can all do with a little bit of, uh, of, of a fast from time to time, I guess. And this is one that's enforced, and it uh, really has some great benefits. Rabbi, we have been living through challenging times. Uh, every day I speak to Ronin Marx. We do learn about what's happening in the Holy Land, what's happening with the Jewish people around this time of the Holy Days leading up to Yom Kippur. What is, the, is there a message you want to send out there to the Jewish community? Well, of course, you know, this is not actually Yom Kippur is a time when we need to look forward. Mm. Um, yes, it is 50 years since the Yom Kippur War. And I remember that as a kid and being in shul and uh, people rushing in and saying that the war has started in Israel. It's uh, it's a it became kind of tarnished with that sort of um, negativity in a way. This is really Yom Kippur is really a positive, positive day. It's a time for a reflection on the past, but really a time for great commitment for the future. Indeed. And if if we could only uh, buy into and think about the unity that is needed. My late father always used to talk about uh, the idea of the day atonement actually has with, embedded within it the word at one We're supposed to be at one, okay. not only with God, but at one, right. at one with each other as well. Indeed. And uh, through our unity and our forgiveness of each other and forgiveness of ourselves, hopefully we'll all be forgiven uh, by God for our misdemeanors and our waywardness and so on. And hopefully we'll be able to all enjoy and bask in the glory of a fantastic and beautiful day, and right. that will lead to a beautiful week, month, year, and a great time for 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 for, for Israel, for the Jewish people, and right. obviously for the entire world. Well, Rabbi, from all of us at Chai FM, Gama Chatima Tova, as we part company now, uh, Rabbi Michael Katz, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, just to give us some background as to the significance of the fasting on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Michael Katz, director of Chabad House, and Rabbi at Chabad of Ilovo.